Uh, yeah. Check it out. Welcome to the Books by Authors podcast. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Jamil? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Why don't you introduce yourself for the audience and all the listeners? Hi, my name is Marie Terry. I'm a new author. I am currently on Wattpad, Inkit, and BookNet. Uh, I write the book Dreadful Desire with our main characters, Chloe and Axel. Awesome. So let's talk a little bit about the book. Let's just jump right in. Tell me more. Tell me more about the story. Tell me how how you got your inspiration. So my inspiration started with um, an author called Bradley's Toothpick. Uh, She's also known as Jessica Loveless. She writes the Mafia series. Her first book is His Little Secret. She actually I was reading her books and I was inspired to write my own. And I reached out to her and she was so gracious and so helpful she just like, yeah, she was like, go ahead and do this and just feel free to do this. And she was just very helpful. And she got me started into the whole writing thing. So I would say that she was my inspiration to do my writing. Yes. Uh, my book is about a, a girl fresh out of college. And she has always felt that love was murder. Love was nothing for her. Love had nothing for her. So she went about her life with the whole, you know, uh, sex with no strings attached. If anyone did get attached, she'd walk away. She never felt anything for anyone until she bumps into Axel. And he's like the playboy. He settles down with her. But even though they're in the relationship, she has all of this guilt, And Mm -hmm. she feels broken, like she doesn't deserve love and she doesn't want it because she's afraid that it's going to end up literally killing her because that's what she saw when she was little. Okay. So she has a really dark past and she, she harbors that guilt throughout her, throughout the time that it happened. And she felt guilty for what happened. And since she harbors that guilt, she feels that she doesn't deserve love and she she feels that she doesn't want it. Mm. So I'm already interested. How how is it writing a story with uh, such a meaning behind it? Because I feel like it's not just a, a adventure tale of someone going quest to quest. No, no. <laughs> um, it's been actually quite interesting and fun. Um, Because I am a new writer, I had to learn to rein it in. Mm -hmm. Right now, I think I'm at 69 um, chapters. And I've written out, I've outlined the rest of the book. And it'll probably end at around 85, 86, maybe 90. Depends on how much I write. Mm -hmm. I've come to notice that when I first started, I would write, I'd be happy with like 1,200, 1,500 words maybe 2000. Now, when I write, my chapters are anywhere from like 3000 to 4000 words, if that sometimes more. Um, It's a tale of a girl who also explores BDSM and she feels that she should not enjoy some of the aspects of it because of her childhood. Mm. But she comes to find out that it's okay to enjoy it despite her childhood. Okay. So, so you touched on writing um, and learning. What have been some of the things you've learned in this 
early writing process. I remember myself, for instance, uh, my brother and I, we published a book uh, together last March. It was our first published book and we're working on book two now. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It was, it, was, it was a huge thing, you know, it takes forever to get to the point where you actually feel like you're done telling the story. <laughs> um, how was that, how was the process of just learning? You talked a little bit about like page, like pages and word counts and getting used to like telling a longer, longer form story. How's that been? Um, it's been interesting. So I learned that I should map out my book before I write it. So I should know everything I want to put in it. And that's not to say that during the process, if something pops in like, oh, this would be great in here. That's not to say to not put it in. But like when I first started, I just wrote the chapters and I was just like, okay. And I, like, I had no like real direction as to where I was going with it. I knew what I wanted to happen, but I didn't plan it out. So that's, I think that's, that may be why there's so many chapters mm -hmm. in this first book. So my next book, spoiler alert, my next book will not have as many chapters. Hopefully we'll see. Cause I already outlined my next book. So I okay. have everything that I want to say, but now I'm adding the meat to it so to speak yeah so, all those additional plots <laughs> yes all the like wait I have to make sure I mention this and like I noticed I have plot holes in my first book and I'm just like oh goodness like what did I do <laughs> but <laughs> but I I will like I guess that's why I'm outlining my next book because I don't want to make the same mistakes I did in my first book with plot holes and stuff like that mm. And, and what's that been like, like going back, trying to edit and trying to like pull the story together? I know for myself, it was one of the longest processes with just like trying, <laughs> trying, to, trying to clear up all the little, all the little things that you write in the beginning that you forget about months later. And you're like, oh my goodness, why not write that? So every time I reread an old chapter, I'm like, no, this has to change. And I'll start editing right there. And I'm just like, what am I doing? Or I'll do like a rewrite. And I'm like, focus on the next chapter. Stop going back. I think I have rewritten my first chapter at least six times. Mm -hmm. At least. Mm -hmm. I, I've gone back so many times to write it. Like my, my process now is I write the chapter and I just write everything out. No, no no special words, no nothing. I just write out what it is that I want to happen and how I want it to unfold. Mm. Then I go back and then I add all the juiciness to it. Like, you know, I add about, you know, how he touched her, how it was gentle and how it erupted goosebumps all over her body and how he had salacious eyes. And I'll do my whole rewrite instead of just saying he looked at her. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. he looked at her adorningly with salacious eyes and whatnot. Then I'll go and I will do an edit. So I have my regular write, my rewrite, and then I do my edit. So I just make sure I have proper punctuation, quotations, capitalization. And then I do one final read, which recently I have not been doing. <laughs> so I've been putting notes at the end of my chapters. Like, I'm sorry if there's any like mistakes, I'll come back and check it. I'm sorry, because I've been trying to put out the chapter. So I don't do my final read to try to catch things. Mm. So, but like, it's, it's a really long process. And then when I have these extra long chapters, like the next chapter that I have already written, I haven't done the rewrite yet. I just wrote the chapter. It's already 6,000 words. And I'm just like, Ooh. oh God. 
gosh, I'm like, why did I do this to myself? So now I'm at the point where I'm like, I think I may have to chop it up into two chapters. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm just like, I'm gonna have to do two chapters, but we'll see. I mean, right now I had to step away from it, but I'm gonna be coming back to it. Mm. But it's like, just the regular write was 6,000 words. I'm like, I have to do the rewrite, which is going to expand it even more. And sometimes I feel when it's a really long chapter, like sometimes readers are just like, really? Like this long? <laughs> yeah. I, my brother, I, I usually tell him like, scene breaks are your best friend. I'm like, write some scene breaks in there. Like get some, get some, get somewhere to break this chapter up because yes. our chapters could get super long. We write dark fantasies, so nice just in general you could go on for days in descriptions I I did that there was another chapter I had to do that to um it was 10,000 words and I was just like no like we need to change this <laughs> like I gotta go like 10,000 words I'm like that's insane so I, I broke it up into two chapters but then what I mm. did because the chapters went together I did a double update that day yeah so I released both chapters on the same day because because they were one chapter. Yeah, that's definitely that's definitely something you have to do. Because I, I've been there, it's like seven thousand words, and you're like, this is this is all one, but <laughs> <laughs> we got to do this in two parts, or no one's gonna read through this whole thing. Exactly. So, for you, what has been the what has been the best part of the process? What has been your favorite part of the writing process? I I don't even know if I'm. Gonna... I think it's the, the comments, the interaction mm-hmm. with the readers. I love when I can read comments and they're just like, oh my goodness, I hope, you know, she does give him a chance or like, he's like, one of my favorites is that I love Axel, where can I find him? And like, <laughs> one of my best responses is maybe on Amazon. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I love the interaction with the readers. I love when they when they make comments and they're shocked by something or they're like, they're trying to figure out who did what. And one of my favorite things was uh, I wrote a, a bad character and people just hated her. And I'm just like, yeah, that's what I'm going for. <laughs> it's like, I need you to hate this person. Yes, like bring on the hate. Like, trust me, things are going to get worse. <laughs> <laughs> you hate them now, wait till, <laughs> wait till Exactly, like, you hate her now like oh my goodness wait till wait till I wait till she resurfaces <laughs> so so talking a little bit about characters um how do you develop your characters how do you how do you write their personalities how do you make them change over time so um all of my characters have a little bit of personality from myself and the people that I know mm. so like I would say like my character Axel, he's very understanding. And I've been told that I'm very understanding and I believe that I am and I, I really don't judge. And I feel like I, that's his personality, that, that's my trait. And then I also have Chloe who she's the main female lead and you know she cares about her friends and she'll be there to take care of them. And that's also another character trait of mine. But she's also really stubborn, which is a character trait of my mom. Like I'm stubborn too, but my mom is way more stubborn than I am. So I definitely get my stubbornness from her. So it's like all of my characters have personality traits from different people. It's not just one person. And I think that makes them more interesting as well. 
And as far as their character development, I would say I look at it from a realistic point of view. Like for someone who is going through what my characters are going through, you know, how how would someone get past it? Like, you know, would they get past it if they haven't confronted it? Did they confront it? So I just, I ask myself those specific questions. And, you know, sometimes I have characters that are runners. I have characters that are just closed up and like, you know, I'm not going to talk about it. Like, we're, we're not going to get into it. And then I have the characters that will help others open up, which mm-hmm. is kind of like what we have in our life. So I kind of base them off of like real life people in real life situations. I like that. You know, something that something that it just triggered in my mind. Um, I've been writing characters too that are that s- similar way. Um, I have a character specifically that is very cold in the beginning based off of just a lack of understanding the person he's interacting with. And then as he gets to know the person better, becomes more and more open to sharing and talking about his life but partly because of where he comes from and what he wants to share. Like he's, he's looking for that companion. So I think that, I think taking a realistic approach is really good for stories and any narrative really, because ultimately we are telling stories of humans, no matter who they are, no matter how they, what setting or interaction they might be going through. It's like someone will relate or someone will understand them. Exactly. And, and that's the thing I think that is, I think it makes them more relatable and the more relatable a character is, the more your readers will relate to them and be like, oh my goodness, I feel that way. I've, I've been through that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it makes a huge, it makes a huge difference. It does. So what would you say to someone that's trying to get into writing that's afraid to share their work? I've, I've seen a lot of people who are afraid to share their stuff and afraid to um welcome criticism that might come that has that has to come when you write so I think for any line of work where you have to say expose yourself in a sense I would say you have to have a tough skin because you're going to get harsh criticism you're going to get good criticism you're going to get the you know, I'm just blowing smoke up your butt criticism and you have to know how to take it in stride because, you know, in everything that you do, there are going to be people who like what you do and people who don't like what you do. You know, it is what it is. So I would say that, you know, if it's constructive criticism and they're doing it to actually help your craft, I would say take it in stride and actually see what they mean by it. And if you don't understand what they mean, ask them to give you an example so that you can get a better understanding. If it's just harsh criticism because they're trolls, keep it moving. It it is what it is. Keep it moving. There's nothing you could do about those. And um, if it's just like people who are just like, oh my God, it's wonderful and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, they're just blowing smoke up your butt. Just, okay, great. Thanks. Like you you can tell when people over-exaggerate and they don't mean what they say. Mm -hmm. So it's like, just take it in stride. But I feel like for those that are actually being constructive to help you in your craft, listen to what they have to say. You know, like, I I think that's one of the reasons why I was uh, so drawn to uh, Jessica Loveless because she just, she was very welcoming. She was like, okay, like, you know, she told me like using certain words for males, using certain words for females. Like, you know, she gave me a bunch of tips and stuff. And 
it's funny because till this day, even though I've been writing my book for over a year, till this day, I'll still look back on what she wrote, on what she told me and what she wrote to me. And I will look back on it and see if I'm keeping to uh, what she said. Mm. So. Yeah, I think that that's a powerful advice because people, it, it is the extreme. So you get the trolls and no matter what, like those people exist, they're going to say what they want to say and disappear. And then you have the people who are just overly complimentary, which also doesn't necessarily help you become better at writing because no. they just agree with everything. Um, I think finding that, finding those people who can give you critique and give you some thoughtful advice on how to better serve your story. I think those people are the most helpful um, just throughout your writing because you'll improve. And I know for myself, it was always, it, it was strange the first time I put my work out into the public eye because I was like, this is, people are reading what I wrote and they're gonna have opinions and thoughts. And like, uh, I was watching some people, uh, some people reviewed it on YouTube and they were giving me their feedback and their thoughts on the story. And it was just, it felt weird because they were, it was, they were responding to what I wrote. Yeah. I was like, this is so strange, but it was awesome at the same time because so much of their feedback was, it, a lot of it was positive, but the things that they critiqued were things that I think about actively as I'm writing now, like okay. making sure I tell the story um, give the story time to breathe. That's one thing they wanted. They're like, you, the pace was so quick. I was like, oh, you know what? Let me make sure that I settle down a little bit. Because it's actually funny because you're saying that your pace was so quick and I feel like mine is going so slow, which is why <laughs> like, I have so many chapters. But the funny thing is, is that like, you know, it's the beginning of their relationship. So it's like, you know, all, this is when all the nice stuff happens. Like in real life, like everyone puts their best foot forward for the first six months. And then afterwards is when you start seeing like some other stuff, you're like, wait a minute, what? Yep. I didn't do that before. So that's kind of how I wrote my book as well. Like, you know, because everyone is just loving Axel right now. Oh, he's perfect. He's this. I'm like, uh-huh, I called it a dark romance for a reason. <laughs> so just prepare yourself. And, you know, and I have a feeling I'm going to get some backlash because he's been such a great character so far. Mm. But I'm like, no one is perfect and not even him. Mm -hmm. no he may be understanding and everything but we we all have our flaws and again no one's perfect and he's not going to be <laughs> <laughs> you're like I know the secrets <laughs> yeah I do I know all the secrets <laughs> yeah I think that's always been one of the fun parts about writing for me is just knowing the story before anyone else I'm yeah. plotting everything out I'm a huge plotter as far as like how I tell my narratives I I follow the plot pretty closely. I do let my characters have their say in the, in the story. And sometimes they take things in the other directions. But for the most part, I, I like to follow the script. And I was gonna ask about that. How has that been as far as plotting out the narrative um, versus just letting the story come to you as you go? So, uh... I have to say it's been actually really crazy when it comes to plots because I get plot ideas at the most unfortunate moments. <laughs> I was taking the shower the other day and something came to me like, oh my goodness, and I wanted to write it down, but of course I can't. So I grabbed my phone and I did the whole um, speech to text thing. Mm -hmm. 
And I just started talking to myself and my husband comes in. He's like, who are you talking to in the shower? And I just start laughing because I'm like, no, I'm talking to myself. I'm like, I, I thought of a, a, an idea for the story and I didn't want to lose it. So I put on the speech to text and he just starts like, he looked at me and just like shakes his head and walks out the door. Like, okay, like it is what it is. <laughs> I was falling asleep one day and right as I was falling asleep, something popped in my head and I just, oh my goodness, got up and just started writing it real quick. So I wouldn't forget it. So my phone is riddled with notes and plots. And then now it's just about organizing and how am I going to reveal it? And how is this going to happen? How is that going to happen? And it's just, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm very similar to that. My, my notes on my phone are full. Sometimes it's just single words because I'll hear someone say something. I'm like, that's really cool. Like, like that's a good word. Yeah. yeah, that's a really good word. I'm like, oh, I like I was watching Master Chef the other day. And uh, Gordon Ramsay says stunning. And I was like, oh, stunning. I haven't used stunning in the book yet. So now mm-hmm. I'm like trying to find a way to incorporate the word in there. It's- you got to tell, tell someone they look stunning. Like <laughs> you look stunning in that sequence yellow dress, whatever the case may be. Yes. Like, you just look stunning. Yeah, like stunning. I was like, so, someone's going to say it now. And then when yeah. someone, and then I know when someone reads the book, this came from MasterChef. This is why <laughs> it's in the book. <laughs> Yes. But I, I have like plot ideas and storylines. It all definitely comes and I write them down because if I like it, then I want to keep it and make sure it gets Yes. Done. I completely agree. I do the same thing. Like if I hear a good word, I'm like, ooh. And like, let's say it's a word I don't even know. I'm like, ooh, what does it mean? Oh, that's a good word to replace this word. Mm. And then I start using it. I'm like, yep, this is it. So another question I had, in terms of like building your world, the, the world the characters live in, um, whether it's the setting, uh, their family, or the different relationships that they navigate, how is that for you? How is it when you're like, who do they know? Like, what has their life been like before this book? Like, what, who are they? How is that process? Um, I feel like that process came pretty easy because I knew what I wanted my book to be about. And as I wrote my book, I'm like, oh, well, she should have a friend that is going to be supportive of her. And she should have a friend that's kind of distant. And like, it's just like, as I write the book, it's just like, "Mm, you know what? Someone distant right here should be good or someone funny, like someone should say something or like, it's just, it's just like, it just develops as it comes. And I I don't feel like I have an issue with that so far, Mm. so far it's, it's been good. Yeah, I always feel like world building is interesting. I'll I'll write new characters in as needed sometimes. And then all it, of a sudden they have a life <laughs> in the story. Yes, they, they have this whole life and it's just like, oh goodness. Like they have this whole life. And it's like, I have uh, certain chapters where like we, we get a glimpse into that life. And it's just mm. like, I have, I think I have a few different chapters where each of the friends like we get to to delve into their life a little bit more and then like another plot pops up like oh now that we said this we can do this (laughs) oh man always no matter what endless story (laughs) and it's just like i'm making my story longer and longer and i'm like i need to stop (laughs) (laughs) so when when writing when figuring out your conclusion, 
how did you come to the how did you come to that point of knowing when this story would end or plotting how this story would end I wrote the ending to my book about six months ago okay I knew how I wanted it to end I knew what it was gonna I knew exactly what was gonna happen I knew how it was gonna happen and I knew what the circumstance I knew the I know the whole darn chapter I have, I have, I literally have the whole chapter, like it's literally written out already. I've already done some rewrites. I've done some editing, like it's just there and it's waiting. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, I just have to write everything that leads up to it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that, that's cool because I know a lot of people struggle with endings. Um, and from what I've experienced, people are either really good at endings or they struggle to find what their ending will actually be. Um, and like, I'm, I'm someone who writes from the end. I write, I write backwards. I just start at the end. I know what I want. And then I'm like, okay, let's figure out how we make it to this point. Um, how do you, do you write any twists? How do you write twists? How do you write reveals? That's a really good one. How do you write reveals? Um, see, I I don't have like a technique or anything. I just write, I just write it. I don't know how else to explain it. Like we reveal what her guilt is and like, you know, I, I drag it out a bit and I'm just like, you know, she's just so afraid. And she's like, he'll never want to be with me if I tell him what I did. And, you know, he'll never want to see me again. And I don't ever want that to happen. And she's like, wait, do I want this? Like, she's like so confused and so conflicted. Mm-hmm. And then when I finally write the reveal, I, you know, I was told it was a tearjerker. A lot of people cried about it. And it's just like, and then people understood why she was so hesitant because of the what she was hiding. And I just, I don't know, like it just, it just comes to me, I guess. I don't know. I just, I start writing and I just, I write it out and it is how it is. I think you described it as suspense. Okay. You're, so there you go. Suspense. You're, you're very good at building suspense because even just the things you listed, like just getting to like asking the questions and like making the worry. It's like that built up anxiety that the reader is just like, Oh, like what is it already? <laughs> It's like, tell, tell me. me, at least tell me. Like, you're going to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't tell the other characters. Just tell me. I want to know. Yeah, that's, that's definitely it. Um, how have you been able to market your material, get your word, get the word out about your writing? Um, I know a lot of people struggle with that. Okay, so that's been, I've learned how to do aesthetics. So I use a lot of different things depending on what I want. Mm. So I use a lot of different apps and I also use Viva Video to create like 30 second videos. Mm. And then I just try to promote on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. And just today I started a Twitter. Okay. So I'm trying to broaden it so that I can get more readers so that we can have more people interested in the book and it's it's been quite a roller coaster with that because like just me making a 30 second video can take me anywhere between a half an hour to an hour depending 
and what it is I want the video to have. Mm. So it's about, you know, researching gifts and trying to find the right gifts or trying to find the right pictures and then converting them into gifts so that this or a moving or a moving photo. Then it's the whole thing of, okay, now that I've gotten all the pictures and I've created them into moving videos, now I, now I got to go into Viva video. Or is it about blending two pictures together? Like there are mm -hmm. all these different apps and I got to try to learn how to use all of them. And then I'm like, all right, now that I have all the pictures, now I got to put them in order. Now I go into Viva video and I put them all in order and how it is I wanted to see. And I have to say how many seconds they're going to be and how, and like, you know, how much of it is going to be seen because I have to keep it to 30 seconds because that's the maximum time for reels on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, okay, so now I got to make this work. Then it's about picking the right music for the, picking the right music for the, the, the little mini video. And then after you pick the right music, like, okay, now what are the effects I'm going to use? Yep. <laughs> what are the transitions? Yeah. And it's like, it's a really long process for 30 seconds. Yeah. And I wish I could just be like, hire someone like, okay, I need you to do this. I want this, this, and that. And the chapter is about this. So I need a song about that and just make it nice. You know, like that would be great. But I think like the promoting part is such a hard thing because now you're not just writing. Now you're promoting mm -hmm. and, you know, you're an editor and, you know, like, it's just like, you're taking on all these different jobs, doing it yourself. But I do like it. I enjoy making aesthetics. I just wish I knew how to do it better. So it wouldn't take me so long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the, I think that's always one of the most difficult parts is that you are the marketer. Like you yeah. come up with everything. So exactly. And you run all the profiles. You run all the <laughs> And it's amazing. Like I, I know there's this one person, like she makes amazing edits. And then I see her and she posts like eight times a day. I'm like, how do you have time for all of this? And I know she has a full-time job and I'm just like, oh my goodness. I'm like, how do you post so much and put up all these different edits and like, you know, write all these chapters and you still work? Like, do you sleep? Yeah, do you sleep? It's like <laughs> crazy. Um, where can the listeners uh, find you online? Okay, so I'm on Facebook. The name is Marie Terry. On Instagram and on now Twitter, it is Marie underscore Terry underscore one. And then on TikTok, it is Marie Terry six altogether. Okay. And where can they find the, the book and the chapters? The books are on, I'm sorry, the book is on Wattpad, Inkit, and on BookNet. All right. So the last question I like to ask is what inspired you? What inspired you to write? What keeps you motivated to write? I feel like the readers inspire me to write for the most part. They are like getting their feedback and seeing how much they're enjoying the book makes me really happy. And I feel like, okay, now I have to make it even better. Like I remember not posting one week because I was like, I don't think it's good enough for you guys. Like I don't like the way it came out. I'm rereading it and it's just like blah to me. And I'm like, I can't post it until it's right because I don't want to disappoint my fans. You know, there are so many people who are enjoying the book and who are loving it. And I'm just like, I don't want to just spit out a chapter just to spit it out. So like, I feel like they are my driving inspiration 
And then just the fact that I get some crazy ideas in my head, I want to just write them out. Like that's another inspiration right there. I just like, I need to get it out. Like I need to share these ideas and honestly having people to share with and like getting feedback. Uh, that is, that is super powerful because it is. you have an audience, you have fans, you have people who actually care about what you're saying. And I think a lot of people underestimate that. Like people will enjoy your work if you put it out there. Yeah. I think if you enjoy your work, they will enjoy it too. Mm. Any last parting words? If you're trying to get into writing, write your heart out. Even if it's bad, just keep on writing. Even if you feel like it's not good enough, just keep on writing because you will, someone out there needs to read your, needs to read your information. Mm. Someone out there needs to read what you have to write. They need to mm. read your thoughts. They need to hear your story. Exactly. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast tonight. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Feel free to follow me on Instagram at Inspired by Jamil and check out my website, inspiredbyjamil.com, for more resources. Peace. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Check it out. Uh. Yeah. Maybe I was meant to give you my life in the first. The symptoms of curse started from the bottom. Ain't no way that we gon' see worse. A product of environments that can't believe in you first. They need to see results. Just watch out as we're leeching the curse. Young, black, creative, just trying to make it. Interracial dating, money making, black power activists is never basic.